He will give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam, which he has sinned, and with which he has made Israel to sin. 1 Kings 14, 16 Dear God, we want to finish strong for you. We want to be faithful and obedient to you even when it's hard. Just like Jesus, we want to run with endurance and not give up. Thank you that by your strength and through your spirit, we can make it. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. The Legacy of Kings In our last story, the holy man of Judah disobeyed the Lord by eating at an old prophet's house in Judah and was killed by a lion. In this story, we will learn about the fates of Jeroboam's son as well as Rehoboam and Jeroboam, as inspired by First Kings. Hi everyone, it's Joyous Adler again. Thanks for stopping by for the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Endurance. Have you ever heard of that? That's what we're talking about today. And we finish out the reigns of Jeroboam and Rehoboam. Finishing strong matters. So let's see what we learn from today's story. Jeroboam was distraught because his son was profoundly ill. There was one whom he could turn, the prophet of the Lord who lives in Shiloh. He went to his wife and told her of the prophet who told him that he was to be king. Take these gifts of food and ask what will become of our son. Go in disguise so he will not know that you're my wife. The prophet was frail and losing vision in his old age. Yet the Lord still spoke to him. Before Jeroboam's wife arrived, he was warned that she was coming in disguise. Then the Lord gave him words to talk to her. As she approached, she was shocked to hear the prophet address her. Come in, wife of Jeroboam. Why must you disguise yourself? God has a message for your husband, though you will not like it. The Lord says... I choose you, an average man, to give the kingdom when I tore it away from the family of David. You have disgraced me. You have turned away from my commandments. Instead, you insult me with two golden calves, and you have become more wicked than anyone else. Listen well to what will happen to your line. All your males will die a horrible death and the name Jeroboam will not continue after you're gone. The cities will die out, and the countryside will be demolished. Yet I will make one exception for your sick son. He is a good man, 
and will die a normal death, but it will be the moment you return home. He will be buried, and Israel will mourn. However, he will be the only one of the family to be buried. All of this is the fruit of what became of Israel. His sin will force me to strike Israel so hard that their roots will be ripped up from the soil, and my people will be carried away and scattered among nations. Jeroboam's wife was in shock as she heard this, but she knew she must return home with the message. She took off with a heaviness on her heart, knowing that her son would die upon her arrival. Nevertheless, she returned home. Upon her return, it was as the Lord had said through the prophet, and their son passed away from sickness immediately. All the people of Israel cried when he was buried. As it was, Jeroboam ruled for twenty-two years before passing away. His son became the next king and followed his father's ways and only ruled two years. He was killed. And with this death also came the destruction of the family of Jeroboam, just as the prophet had said. All the years that Jeroboam and Rehoboam lived, Israel and Judah were at war. Rehoboam died after being the ruler of Judah for seventeen years. Upon his passing, his son took over for him as the new king of Judah. Okay, today we wrap up the lives of Jeroboam and Rehoboam, or as we've been calling them, JB and RB. And like we just heard, they have a sad ending. Why? Because sin always brings sadness. More about that in a minute. We heard today that JB's son was very sick and things were not going well for him. According to a familiar prophet of God, it was because of J.B.'s sin. He had been living in total disobedience from God and had turned completely away from the ways of God. Because of this, the kingdom would be ripped away from him and many people would have to die. Let's stop here for a moment. God doesn't want J.B.'s son to die, does he? God wants his children to love him and follow his ways. And as we've talked about before, we can't always understand the ways of God. We just have to trust him. So JB's son dies, and after 22 years as king, his kingdom is destroyed. And then Jeroboam dies. And after RB rules Judah, the southern kingdom, for 17 years and also dies, his son becomes the king. Sounds like a bit of a mess, right? And you know why? David, Solomon, Jeroboam, Rehoboam, many of these kings had a very hard time doing what was right until the end of their lives. Some of them started off great and ended in disobedience to God. Others started off on the wrong foot, but ended their reign faithful to God. Why was it so hard 
And why couldn't they have done the right thing all the time? Because as we know, all people sin. And sin never leads to the life God wants for you. It separates you from God and it brings sadness. That's why God's word talks a lot about having endurance. That means doing the right thing over and over again, even when you get tired of it and want to give up. Now, we know that God forgives our sins, right? And we know that we will never be perfect, yes? But finishing strong honors God and it blesses the people in our families who come after us. The best example of endurance comes from, of course, you guessed it, Jesus himself. Hebrews 12:2 says, Looking to Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising its shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus faced some hard things in his life on earth, but probably nothing harder than his final days. His friends had deserted him. He was misunderstood, beaten, tortured, and asked to carry the weight of all the sin of the world. The night before he died, as he was praying in the garden of Gethsemane, he even asked God if there was any other way. This was so hard and it felt like too much to bear. Surely Satan was tempting him in those moments to just give up. You made it this far, Jesus, you shouldn't have to die. But of course, that isn't how the story goes. Regardless of how hard it was or how much he was tempted to quit and go his own way, Jesus finished his life in obedience and faithfulness to the Father. He said, it's not what I want, God, it's what you want. And with the strength of his spirit inside of us, we can do the same. The Bible says that we're under no obligation to the flesh. We do not have to do the wrong thing if we're Christians. We have the power to obey God and do the right thing, even when it's hard. And when we do that, the Bible says God gives us rewards, sometimes on earth, but always in heaven. It's always worth it to do the right thing. We can run our race with endurance. That means never giving up. We can look to the example of Jesus. We can obey when it's hard, keep going when we wanna quit, and follow him when no one else does. And even when we do mess up and we do sin, we can go immediately back to God and start over again. He's never mad at us and he always welcomes us and always wants us back. So how can we do this? With God's strength. And the more we obey, the easier it gets to do the right thing. Thanks for listening today. Next time, we're going to meet a man named Aza, who stopped trusting God and tried to handle things his way. Bet you can guess how that turned out. Okay, it's time for our close. Are you ready? 
Say it with me as loud as you can. One, two, three. The Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you. And it's all true. Love our podcast? Subscribe for the latest episodes and help kids and parents explore God's Word with Kids Bible in a Year. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.